Congratulations. It's the Breakfast Club 10-year anniversary. 10 years. 10 years at a breakfast club. Doing your thing. Doing what you're doing. And being honest with it. You had a job for 10 years. Everything's Gucci over there. Wow. 10 years. Shout out to the best doing it, man. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Damn. Y'all getting old. Y'all been holding it down for 10 years. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. Man, y'all been together longer than some people have been married. I'm proud of y'all. The voice of the culture. Peace, love, and uh, let's go to 20 years. Congratulations. Good morning, USA. Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Monday. Yes, it's Monday. Good morning. Back to the work week. How are you doing? How you feeling? I am blessed, black, and highly favored. How are you? How are you, Envy? How are you, Angela Yee? I am doing great. I'm doing wonderful. You know, I'm on my HBCU tour. You know, every year I do an HBCU tour. We hit uh, different HBCUs throughout the country. This weekend was Howard University. I was there Thursday and Friday. So shout out to the, the real HU. Stop it. Drop a bomb for uh, the, the Howard students. The real HU. And then after that, I went to uh, Edward Waters University. That's in Jacksonville, Florida. That's an HBCU. So shout out to them. Edward Waters. Hmm? Yeah, dropping the clues bombs for Edward Waters. I was there with Dave Hollister, uh, Seti Hendrix, uh, Howard was uh, Ray Shermer, Dream Doll. Uh, so it was good. I, I had a great time. I love going to the HBCUs. I love the energy of the students, the energy of the alumni. I love all the questions, how to get into the industry, talking about real estate and family. It's just, it's just the energy that that you just love. So I'll be as a Hampton alumni. Do you uh, uh, recognize Howard as the real HU? No. No, okay. no. I mean, I'm just supporting the HBCUs. It's not the Hampton versus the Howard. We ain't, we ain't got to go there. We're just supporting the historically black college and university. That's, that's what we're supporting. So shout to all the students and all the alumni. I had a great time. I love the HBCU tour. It's one, of my, it's one of my favorite times of the year to really just see all the students and see the alum and just the energy on that campus is like no other. I miss it. I actually miss it, man. I, used to, I love my college experience. All right. Well, I was in Jacksonville also over the weekend. It was Florida Black Expo. And so I was hosting this part of it that was called the taste, which is basically uh, tasting all these different chefs' foods. That was really like stuff like that. I really enjoy. So that was pretty cool. It was at a museum too, which was a nice setup. Then I was at the Barclays over the weekend. Uh, the governors of the Brooklyn Nets they had an event for their social justice fund. So I was hosting that at the Barclays. But we'll talk more about the Barclays because they were put on lockdown mm-hmm. actually yesterday. I seen that. Mm-hmm. All right. What about you, Charlemagne? What you do all weekend, brother? Mm, I was on club couch for the most part. And then I uh, I went to New Orleans for a couple hours yesterday. But, you know, I'm back home now. All right. Living my life like it's golden. Living my God life is like good. it's golden. Living my life. All hey, right. hey, come on now. It's a classic by Jilly from Philly. Drop on the clues bombs for Jill Scott. Damn. Living my life like it's golden. See, that's the type of stuff I'd like to start the show off with. But that's because I'm 43 years old, so never mind me. It would take us 20 minutes to find that here, bro. 
We don't got that in the system. Mm-mm. I'm sure. But we got Young Blue and Drake, which is coming up now. And also, okay. we got front page of news. What are we talking about, Yee? Well, since y'all brought up the real HU, let's talk about Howard University. Students are protesting poor housing conditions on campus. All right. We'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now in football, the Packers beat the Washington team 24-10. The Patriots crushed the Jets 54-13. The Rams beat the Lions. Cardinals beat the Texans. Uh, the Colts beat the 49ers. Buccaneers beat the Bears. Raiders beat the Eagles. Falcons beat the Dolphins. The Bengals beat the Ravens. Titans beat the Chiefs. And the Giants are in second place. They beat the Panthers 25-3. So congratulations man, to my up. Giants. Man. We on our way to the Super Bowl, baby. The Giants are 2-5. and five. The Dallas Cowboys are still five and one, number one in the NFC. But East the Giants are in and, second place. We're right and, behind and, you, bro. And the Dallas Cowboys did not lose this weekend. No, because okay. you had a bye week. But the Giants are matter. in second place. Man, please. We are. Don't hate on us. And also, congratulations to Carmelo Anthony. Uh, he scored twenty-eight points uh, yesterday, and he moves to the ninth player of all time as far as scoring is concerned. So, drop a bomb for Carmelo Anthony. Which is pretty dope. Shout out to Melo. All right. What else we got, Easy? Students at Howard University, they are now protesting. Well, they have been protesting. It's their second week of sit-ins. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is because of poor housing conditions on campus. Now, a top Howard official says the school has worked with student leaders to provide a best-in-class university experience. But there are more than 150 students with the group uh, Live Movement. And they are protesting at the school's Blackburn University Center. So protesters are demanding an in-person town hall with the president of the university by the end of the month to address concerns about housing and student life. As expensive as it is, you should at least have the proper housing. You don't want mold on the walls. You don't know what type of effect that can have on you later on in life. So it is important. Yeah, they were saying some of the students got sick. They said, uh, I guess there was a flood out there, and they said uh, it was never properly fixed. So the students have been out there uh, protesting. Uh, shout out to Wale. I heard Wale pulled up and bought the students some uh, some food, some dinner one night. So shout out to all the students. But students are still going to class. They're going to class, but they're going back in the tents, sleeping in their tents, and they're out there protesting. I think there's over 100 students out there. So Yeah, so, I wouldn't want to sleep in, in the dorm either if there was mold on the wall. Yeah, so That's sh- so dangerous. So shout out to all those students out there protesting, man. Man, Howard University should be ashamed of themselves because there's a lot of HBCUs out there. I can see this happening at simply because HBCUs are terribly underfunded. But Howard University is not one of them. All right. You can't have a best in class experience with mold. All right. Like mold in the housing. Like, no, those kids pay good money to go to that school. Make sure mm-hmm. those kids got proper housing. And I mean, you know, HBCUs are terribly underfunded for a, a, a few different reasons, like lower endowments, you know, states not investing in it, lower alumni contributions. But how would they doing decent for an HBCU? If I'm not mistaken, I think their endowment is over seven hundred million dollars. So they're doing pretty OK for an HBCU. Like, come on, man. Don't do them kids like that. All right, and let's go to the Barclays for a second. Now, the Nets had their home opener yesterday, but uh, Kyrie Irving, as you know, couldn't play, and therefore there were a lot of anti-vaxxers at the game, outside the game, trying to get in, protesting. They were wearing shirts that had slogans like, Stand with Kyrie, and they were chanting, Let Kyrie play. Then the crowd did get aggressive. They stormed past the barricades outside the arena. They briefly had to shut it down, but it was a brief lockdown. And they said area uh, arena personnel and police got the situation under control and people who had their tickets were admitted again. They just wanted to make sure that none of these protesters were able to get inside. I don't understand why they care so much. Like Ky- Kyrie is not getting done wrong. 
This is not an injustice to Kyrie. Kyrie made a choice. Like the team had a mandate, the NBA got a mandate. Kyrie made a choice. And Kyrie like, has also said he is not anti-vaccine. He's mm-hmm. just, as he said, trying to be a voice for the voiceless as a member of his camp said. But people are using this now to, to have their anti-vaccine uh, protests. I don't get it. Kyrie right. made a choice, man. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. Let us know how your weekend was. Again, 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up. Wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello. Who's this? Hey, my name is Magnificent One Dre. I want to talk to y'all about about somebody on Instagram. He he claimed he a rapper. How, how y'all doing? Oh my peace, gosh, who peace, is Magnificent One Dre? Who are you talking about? So this dude named Joe. He tried to scam me for thirty bucks for a beat I sold him, and, and I put him on Insta, I put him on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, it's on my story. It's on there and all that. Y'all can go see it and all that. You sold him a beat so for thirty dollars, and he didn't pay for it, or? No, he tried to scare me for DoorDash. Oh, okay. But then he came up, but then he came into my Instagram like, "Hey, you see that thirty dollars I got you for?" I'm like, "Yeah, the one that didn't go through, I've seen it." Okay. Well. Yeah, so I just want to let y'all know these little <laughs> rappers out here, they scammers. They try to get you for a little money, you know what I'm saying? But it, it, it never worked, you know what I'm saying? But hey, Charlamagne, hey, no, I love no your weapon show. Formed the- What'd you say, King? I, I was saying, Charlamagne, I love your show. I downloaded uh, Paramount specifically for your show. I, I love it. I oh, watch thank it all you, the bro. time. Angela Lee, I, I <laughs> listen to your lip service all the time. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> DJ Envy, man, listen, I love your show. I love Breakfast Club. Y'all do a wonderful job. I it sounds like you love us. I appreciate Just, it. I, I, just, I, I do magnificent love Thank you. Every day. You know no saying, weapon formed I, against I you shall prosper. All right. Well, thank you, bro. Already. No producers, no rappers stealing money from you shall prosper. You remember that, sir. Hello, who's this? Yo, it's John. John, what up? Get it off your chest. Hey, good morning, y'all. Uh, I want to say, man, how are they the only HBCU that's uh, doing grammar stuff to the students? Like, I, uh, I coach football. I was a high school teacher and college, I mean, high school coach. I ended up uh, leaving my position to come coach at a HBCU, and I literally didn't get paid from August 3rd until the day I quit, which was last week. Whoa. Damn. What, what was the HBCU? I don't even want to do it like that because I got a lot of black pride, but... True. Like, Damn, I'm sorry to hear that, brother. Yeah, man. It's, uh, man, like, it's, it's crazy because you want to support, you know what I'm saying, your, your, own, your own kind, but at the end of the day, they do you worse than, you know what I'm saying, the PWIs do. But I mean, not not to make any excuses. Like, the PWIs make a lot more money. Yeah, they get you a know lot. What I mean, but you should have definitely gotten paid for your work. I mean, I don't even understand how that's possible. Absolutely, man, it was insane. But I appreciate y'all time. I did you. Are you ever gonna get your money? How does that work now? He said he got paid. So what happened was it was uh, four people in my position. Mm-hmm. One of them quit, and then he got paid right after he quit. The other three of us were still working. Like, damn, we gonna get our check. And we kept working, you know, so another month passed. So I ended up quitting, and then right back where I got paid. Okay. So it seems like, you know what I'm saying, like, it's, it's up, like they're trying to push you to quit. That's so weird. That's crazy. Well, I'm glad yeah, you got I your money finally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the free labor. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you All righty, man. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hey, this is Dennis calling from Duval. Dennis from Duval. Get it off your chest, brother. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I wanted to touch on the Kyrie thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I think that that man is pulling a brilliant chess move because he's going to be out for half of the season. I'm not a huge basketball fan, but I'm understanding he's always played by injuries, right? Uh, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. So, if he if he gets to sit out for half the season, he's going to be in tip-top shape. Sir, he's not even going to be able to play this year. Oh, I thought he was out for half the season because he didn't want to. But uh, if he gets vaccinated. If he gets vaccinated. Yeah, if he gets vaccinated. Yeah, if he gets vaccinated. Oh, okay, okay. When the story first brought, first broke, I thought he was going to do half the season and play in the states that allow no. people to not be he vaccinated. No, they decided they not to let him play at all. It's either you're in or you're out. And he won't let him play okay. or practice with the team. Okay, well, that makes sense then. Okay, well, hey, there goes my theory. <laughs> All right, brother. Have a good one. Yes, sir. That was in and out. <laughs> All right, right y'all. Hello, who's this? What's up, man? Yeah, my name is Rob. I'm out of South Carolina, man. I passed all my midterms, man. I'm feeling good. Well, congratulations, congratulations to you, Rob. What part of SC you calling from? Uh, I, I'm from Elmwood, South Carolina, but I live in Sparta. Okay, 843803. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Hey, check this out. I'm glad I got there. I'm here. Hey, listen, I got some fire music. I had, I had to get out of my chest. Hey, listen, I had to. I'm sleep. I got to make it. I got to make it. We sleep, King. Oh, man, this is messed up. Hey, man. Hey, at least see me an email. I can at least send it to y'all. I'm tired. We sleep. <laughs> Who else sleep? Who sleep? We sleep. I'm listening. Send it, I, there we go. I'm send it to you. Listen, listen. listen, I got some fire music. All right. Send it to DJ MV. That's my email. You ready? You see how she play you? You see how she, <laughs> she, she tell you she up, but then play you? I'm asleep. All right. Now, let's hear it. Go ahead. Oh, y'all oh, want some bars right now? Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Come on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can record it, man. Oh, my goodness. I, I, to, I just told you don't embarrass South Carolina, but look what you did. Anyway. You got to stay ready so you ain't got to get ready. Stay Goodbye, ready sir. So I ain't got to get ready. That was your Have opportunity. Have a blessed day, man. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now we got rumors on the way. All right. And Dr. Dre has shared a message that Snoop Dogg sent to him that was inspirational and said that he did appreciate his act of kindness. We'll tell you what that uh, message was. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo, yo. Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right, Dr. Dre has shared an inspirational message that Snoop sent to him. His grandmother passed, and everybody was talking about how he was served. He was served divorce papers while he was at his grandmother's funeral. Well, here is what Snoop sent to Dr. Dre. God working with you right now, boy. He working with all of us. You are a leader. They say Snoop Dogg is an icon. He's a god. He's a king. But it's one that I honor, and that's you. So you get your right and focus on being great. Take all of that negative energy, all that that you're dealing with, the death, the lawsuits, all that Put it all in your mind and your spirit and make something magical. We with you. You got your soldiers with you. You got me, M, Kendrick. We with you, cuz. All right. And, and also, we wanted to send some love to Snoop. He revealed that his mother, Beverly Tate, has passed away also. He posted a picture of her and said, Thank you, God, for giving me an angel for a mother. 
uh, TWMA. Till we meet again. Yeah, sending Dr. Dre and Snoop healing energy right now, man. Nobody wants that kind of pain. You're dealing with the, your, your big mama and your mama. That's a different kind of hurt. Different kind of hurt. So sending them brothers both healing energy, sending their families healing energy. Man, and not to be the bearer of all of this uh, heavy news in the morning, but Freeway also Mm-mm-mm. posted that his daughter passed away. She's 21 years old. Lord have mercy. He said, you know the saying, sugar and spice and everything nice. Well, that's my harmony. I promise you all she was the sweetest, most kind, most caring, generous, loving, adorable person I know. Allah really blessed me putting her in my life. I love her so much and this hurts so bad. This video was February of this year on her 21st birthday. Even though she was fighting cancer, she was always happy and always smiling and she always brightened up my day. The only thing that's given me comfort is I know 100% that she believes in Allah and she was a good person. I truly believe she has everything it takes to enter into heaven and free just lost his son in october yeah last I think year it was last year last yep. fall so it's like damn bro <sighs> definitely sending that brother freeway healing energy man and his family healing energy lord have mercy yeah sending so much love all right and candy burris has been opening up about being a mom and she gave a personal experience regarding a comment that was hurtful to her she did use a surrogate for the birth of her last child. She was talking to people's new Me Becoming a Mom podcast. And here's what she had to say. I don't like really talking about it because it makes me emotional, but I don't think she was trying to hurt my feelings. She was just like, aren't you afraid that you're not going to bond with your baby? Like, she's older. So I guess her initial thinking is like, just because somebody doesn't physically have their baby that they won't be able to have that same bond as a mother who physically pushed the baby out. And I can tell you for sure, if you ever had a doubt in your mind, that is not true. You know, she was having fertility issues before having her daughter. She and her husband discovered she had fibroids and had to get surgery to get them removed. And then she used in vitro to get pregnant with her son, Ace. And then when they decided to have Blaze three years later, she thought it would be too high of a risk for her to carry her herself. Yeah, OG mamas don't play that. I, m- I remember a couple of years ago after we had our third daughter, we thought about doing um, in vitro because I was like, you know what, I got to fix this fight if I'm, if I'm going to attempt to have a son. But my mom was like, nope. She wasn't feeling that idea at all. Then a couple of years later, we got blessed with another baby. Yeah, and you it know, was another beautiful princess. You know, it's crazy. I, um, we, my wife and I, tried in vitro maybe four years ago, and it didn't work. And in vitro wow. is expensive, dumb expensive. It's like thirty thousand dollars each time. But it, some people's insurance covers. Yeah, it. Yeah, my insurance didn't cover it. And then, uh, all, and then uh, we said f that. And then when we said f that, Brooklyn was born. That's, that's exactly what happened to us. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't a, it wasn't a, a, a boy. It was, I got another beautiful princess at the house, but still, it's yeah. like yeah, my, my mom was not with that at all. She was like, "What in vitro? No." Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of people don't share what they do though, too, because people will weigh in. So sometimes, but I think it's helpful because so many women are discussing what their options are. But it's also hard to put yourself out there like that because then everybody has something to say. And I, yeah, and I think this older people don't understand. I guess what you would call what new technology. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's just something that's so so new to them. They can't even fathom the fact of what you can pick your own, pick your baby. What? Like uh, that's not something they understand. All right. Now, according to a uh, transcript of the deposition that was in on Friday, Kobe Bryant's wife Vanessa Bryant learned about his passing from social media posts. You know how awful that is. She said, I was holding on to my phone because obviously I was trying to call my husband back and all these notifications started popping up on my phone saying, R.I.P. Kobe, R.I.P. Kobe. And 
So I imagine that's the way that you find out. Now, she testified as part of her lawsuit against the Sheriff's Department, Fire Department, and Los Angeles County. She alleges that the department employees took photos of the helicopter crash site, including photos of bodies believed to be her husband and daughter. She said, I don't think it's fair that I'm here today having to fight for accountability because no one should ever have to endure this type of pain and fear of their family members. The picture's getting released. This is not okay. I mean, sadly, that's the era we live in. Everything is live. I, I wish folks would think about, you know, the well-being of others, of people's families and things of that nature when they're around those type situations. But they don't. They're thinking about their own followers. Do you know at time during the deposition, they had submitted photos and she had to look at them and she actually had her hand over the video conference saying, I don't want to look at this. This is terrible. Photos of what? Of the that had been submitted as evidence that showed scenes from the crash. Oh, man. Damn. Mm-mm-mm. No, that's you, horrible. Now, that's even double traumatizing. Not only am I in court trying to discuss the trauma that I'm already having, now you're also forcing me to relive it. All right, well, that is your rumor report. All right. Now, we got front page news next. What are we talking about? Well, Dr. Fauci was trending over the weekend, and we'll tell you about this bipartisan letter that's, that is demanding answers. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Now, everybody's talking about TikTok right now, even sports fans. Now, Charlamagne, you seen this? Why are you talking to me about football and trying to show me TikToks, man? Because your team is on there. Their fans are on there. The players are on there. This is where the real talk is happening. There's like literally everything you could think of right now on TikTok. You just got to see it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, in NFL, all right, the Packers beat Washington, uh, 24-10. The Patriots beat the Jets. The Rams beat the Lions. The Cardinals beat the Texans. The Colts beat the 49ers. Buccaneers beat the Bears. Raiders beat the Eagles. Falcons beat the Dolphins. The Bengals beat the Ravens. The Titans beat the Chiefs. And the Giants, who are now in second place in our division, we beat the Panthers 25-3. We are in second place and on our way to the Super Bowl, all right? Yeah, speaking of two... Um, that's how many games y'all have won this season. Doesn't so matter. Y'all are second in place uh, at two and five, while the Dallas Cowboys dropping the clues bombs for my Dallas Cowboys are five and one, in first place in the NFC. East. Yeah, we had. No, we had uh, I think it's safe to place. say that we're going to win the NFC East this year. I don't Pretty know sure about that. Safe. We're in second place. It's, I mean, sure. it's, it's just a couple of games. Sure. Now, game one of the World Series is tomorrow. Of course, the Atlanta Braves take on the Houston Astros. Man, dropping the clues bombs for the Atlanta Braves, man. You know why that makes me happy? Because I, you know, I'm from South Carolina, of course, uh, most corner South Carolina. And growing up, the Braves games used to always play on uh, TBS and TNT. So I would always watch the Braves. That's not my team or nothing, but you know, you just all. I would always watch them when I was young. So to see them go to the World Series is dope. Salute to the Atlanta Braves. All right, what else we got, Yeezy? All right, well, there is a bipartisan letter that demands answers from Dr. Fauci. And here's the issue. They're talking about this grant that they had gotten. They shipped part of a $375,000 grant to a lab uh, to drug beagles and locked their heads in mesh cages filled with hungry sand flies so that insects could eat them alive. They said there were 44 beagle puppies that were used in North Africa in a laboratory. Some of the dogs actually had their vocal cords removed, allegedly so scientists could work without them barking too much. Wow. So now people want answers. They want him to explain himself in response to these allegations that were brought on by the White Coat Waste Project. So we're waiting to hear what he has to say about that. But he was definitely trending because of this all weekend. 
All right. Oh, I thought he was trending because uh, he the, the NIA the NIH admitted funding gain of function research, and they were calling for Fauci to be fired. Because yeah, because he they want him to explain himself though, and this comes from the House from both Democrats and mostly Republicans, but Democrats and Republicans is bipartisan. They want him to explain himself in response to these allegations. It involves drugging these puppies. Mm. It involves. Uh, oh, I thought it was about COVID. You know, it's about this. This mm-hmm. is what he was trending for. Really? Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it was about COVID. All right, now, a group of dads are taking action following a major outbreak of violence at a Louisiana high school at Southwood High School in Shreveport. Dads on duty. It's a squad of about 40 fathers. Here's what they had to say. We decided the best people who can take care of our kids are who? For us. I immediately felt a form of safety. We stopped fighting. People started going to class. How could that be? You ever heard of a look? Dads have the power to do that? Yes. Because not everybody has the father figure figure at home. So just to be here makes a big difference. Do you think you stumbled onto something here? Absolutely. I I love it. I've seen this story over the weekend. I love it. The fact that those fathers go into that school. One, the kids ain't going to mess with the dads because the the kids know that the dads, they don't don't have to follow protocol. If they start fighting, they're going to stop a fight. By any means necessary. I mean, the dads still have to follow protocol. They ain't gonna follow protocol. If them kids are fighting, them, them dads are gonna jump in there and make sure them kids are safe. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but you said the dads they don't have, have to follow protocol. Protocol, they do. I mean, dads can't come into school and just start putting hands on children. But I'm glad that they do have that type of community service. Well, that's what if we need sometimes in some of these schools, though. We let our t- let us take our black asses to them schools and put our hands on them kids. They'll lock us up so damn fast. If they fighting and they breaking up them kids, nah, nah, no, they won't. I like, I like, I like what they're doing though. All right, and speaking of kids in school, Philadelphia students, some of them are scared to go to school as gun violence has been escalating. Joshua Cornelius, who is 17 years old, said he's constantly worried about the violence occurring both inside and outside of his North Philadelphia school. He said it's a war zone, like with the drugs, with the guns, with the violence. It's a real war zone. It's a real dog-eat-dog world, like it's not for anybody that's soft. If you live in Philly, you're going to naturally become hard, like you're going to have armor, you'll have a shield. So since 2015, more than 10,000 people have been shot in Philly, and of those, three out of four were black males. More than 80% of homicide victims in the city over the last year were black males, according to the data in the city. (sighs) Can you imagine not wanting to go to school because you're scared about the violence that's happening there? That is absolutely crazy. crazy. In the last year, nine kids at Simon Gratz High School were shot to death, three of them just last month, Mm -mm -mm. according to that school's principal. All right, and that is your front page news. All right, well, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051 now. This is based off Insecure. What happened on Insecure yesterday? Well, you know, it's season five, which is the last season of Insecure. Premiere was on last night. Mm -hmm. And one thing that happened on the show, Issa and um, Molly were hanging out with one of their friends from college. And they they were, where were they, at a liquor store, walking outside, and they got robbed at gunpoint. Here's what happened. Oh my god, a gun. He has a gun. He said he has oh a gun. God, oh my god, no. No, 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 no. Please, please, no, no, Shut no, no. Up. Look, I'll take those bags. And give me that watch. Bitch, let's go. Give me your purse, too. Oh, yeah. What do you want to take from me? You can just take it. You can just take it. I don't it. need nothing from you. I need you to stop being so fing loud. Oh my god. Shut the up. Shy. Well, I'm sorry, y'all. But Molly, come up off them shoes, please. Yep. What the f shy? Are you really robbing us right now? It ain't nothing personal. Everybody can get it. So that was their friend from school, and she actually set them up to get robbed outside the store. 
So the question is, Envy. I don't know. What's the question? I didn't see, I didn't see Insecure oh. last night. I'm a little confused. What's the question? So the question is, have you ever been set up by a friend? I think it should be, have you ever been set up by someone you thought was a friend? Clearly, <laughs> that was never your friend. Yeah. Right, if they sent you up. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, have you ever been set up by somebody that you thought was a friend? And um, they robbed you, stole from you. Maybe they came to your house, stole something out your house. Who mm. knows? Yes? Okay, well, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. I was, um, when I did my uh my single maybe three, four years ago, it was uh, me and Fetty Wap. And uh-uh. uh, it started raining, and the, the location that we had, something happened with the location. We couldn't have it. It was too many people. So instead of just scrapping the whole video, I told everybody, come to the crib. And um, they all came to the crib. I wasn't thinking about it because at the time I was moving, so I was like, I ain't going to be here long. So I invited them over, and they stole my um, my belt. <laughs> what kind of belt was it? I stole it? my Hermes belt, man. Ooh, I was I was upset about that because I invited you know you invited people to your house. Shout out to uh, Fetty and all them. So I invited them to the crib to shoot the video because you know we were trying to save money at the time. And I was like, I invite these brothers to my house, and they stole from me. Well, not Fetty, but you know somebody that that video stole. And I was I was kind of upset with that. Don't know who it is to this day, do you? Still don't know who it is to this day. So, but anyway, eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. What's the question again, Yeezy? Uh, have you ever thought somebody was your friend and they stole from you or set you up okay. to right. get robbed? We'll talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Pull out, pull out, pull out your phone. Call in right now. Call me. Add your opinion to The Breakfast Club topic. Break, break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about Insecure. Now, what happened on Insecure, Yee? Uh, Molly and Issa, they ended up getting robbed by somebody they thought they were friends with from school. They were leaving a liquor store, and she set them up. Oh, my God, a gun. He has a gun. He said he has oh a gun. God, oh, my God, no. No, 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 no. Please, please, no, no, Shut no, no. Up. Shut up. Look, I'll take those bags. And give me that watch. Bitch, let's go. Okay. And give me your purse, too. Oh, yeah. Okay. What, what do you want to take from me? You can just take it. You can just take it. I don't it. need nothing from you. I need you to stop being so loud. Okay. Oh, my God. Shut the up. Shut up. Shut Well, I'm sorry, y'all. But, Molly, come up off them shoes, please. Yep. What the Shy? Are you really robbing us right now? It ain't nothing personal. Everybody can get it. So we're asking 800-585-1051. Has a friend or ex-friend ever set you up? Now, has that happened to you, Yee? I've never been set up, but I definitely had people steal. I remember I had a party one time, and this guy that I knew from Brooklyn was actually stealing people's coats out the party. He stole one of my friend's Sherling coats. And I only found out about it because his boy told me later on, you know, because the girl was crying like, I can't find my coat. And turns out he was the one stealing people's coats at the party. Yeah, I just don't, I don't like thieves, man. It just, it's just, no one does. You know, just the thieves, just the lowest scale. You come to somebody's house and, and take something, that's just so low. And you can't trust somebody like that because, you know, somebody that tells you or, you know, oh, I stole this, I did, they'll do the same thing to you. Now, Charlamagne, has this happened to you? Um, actual setup for a robbery? Nah. I've had my name mentioned in um, things they shouldn't have been mentioned in, though. Um, I was even thinking about it when, you know, this topic came up. I've had people say they were going to set me up. Like, I remember one time sitting in the backseat with a couple of so-called homies, and this was back in the day when having bass in your car was the thing. So they thought I couldn't, you know, hear over the bass because I was in the backseat. 
and he had some weed out in the open in the front seat and I remember dude in the passenger seat telling him put that away and dude who was driving said if we get stopped you know they was gonna blame it on me um <laughs> I've had dope stolen from me from folks I thought were so called friends but yeah I've never been set up to be robbed or anything like that mm, okay well let's go to the phone lines hello who's this Yo, this Big Will, man. Big Will, Chill Will from Austin, Florida, man. Florida, Big Will, what's up, brother? Yo, I've been set up, man. I've been set up. I think I'm set up by my girlfriend, man. What? So, like, man, thank you, yo. Tell you, man, I work out of town, out of state. You know what I'm saying? This chick had a problem. Moved into my crib, man. And uh, while I was out of town, came back and chick took me for 10 Gs, man. Oh, my gosh. You got to be careful who you lay down with. 10, 10 Gs. 10 grand. Man, it was crazy, man. You know what I'm saying? You do this is out of space. You're trying to help somebody because she had a problem with her apartment and stuff. You know what I'm saying? What if she stole that money, bro? What if she stole that money because your penis was so trash that she felt like she needed some type of consolation prize? Yo, 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 child of man, I don't roll with you like that, man. Yo, my off the point, man. It's off the rip. You know, oh I never even heard that. That's all. That's all. Like you need to see a doctor, sir. Your penis <laughs> is off the point. <laughs> but are you? Are you sure? Are you sure it was her? Yo, we even went. Listen, I went to go buy a new car. When I went to go buy a new car, they was like, "Yo, what's the problem with your credit?" So I called the credit bureau. Uh -oh. They was like, "Hey, listen, you gotta check this out because you got an issue." Then we took it out. The chick had credit cards in my name. Wow. So I called the mom. My mom was like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know what I'm saying? So police came, picked her up. Long story short, we went to court. And she was talking about this story and she loved me. And I'm like, yo, I'm sorry, man. But all <laughs> she got was, all she got was like a year probation with a with a monitor. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Damn. Oh, damn. Damn, man. Hello, who's this? This is Ron Sweden. What happened with you, brother? You sound depressed thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Man, I woke him, man. It just brought up memories all over again. Uh-oh. What happened? I know it did. It, I, I thought about it, too. It re-triggered a lot of trauma for me, too, King. I'm not going to lie. Man, first of all, my old school friend, man, we ain't friends no more, but I should have knew that he was a thief, man. He always wore black sports, and he always told me how to do it, you know? <laughs> he did what? He always wore black sports and he always stole my doobies, like black and miles, anything. Oh, got you, got you. Anything okay. with black in it. Right. Exactly. Anyway, this is what I'm still with my mom, so um, <laughs> me and my brother, we have school, and he called us, like, if your mom get a phone call from the police saying that I tried to break in, I was just trying to get in the house because it was raining. What? I'm like, what? He's like, yeah. So I guess he was he was trying to get at my window and the police put up on him and he was like, oh, don't worry, it's my friend's house, you know? And I guess they called my mom. He was like, yeah, man, I was it was raining. That's why I tried to get in. But mm -hmm. yeah, I threw it off right then and there, which I should have known, but you know how it be. So then a couple of days later, it happened again, but my PlayStation was gone. And I'm like, I know it was something like the window was open and don't nobody else, you know what I'm saying? But it's my fault, though. I should have known. Just the way he looked. Man. You know what I'm saying? But it's man, you just brought back a trigger of mine, man. I remember I let this... I'm not gonna say his name, but I let a guy hold uh, my Nintendo game Kung Fu. That's why somebody <laughs> actually sent it to the radio station. It's in the radio station now. The Kung Fu Nintendo video game. Man, he ain't never give me that game back, man. Mm. And I well, let him hold it because I thought now. he was my man. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm sure you don't even have a Nintendo that it works with now, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's a damn lie. I still got the old, uh, old school Nintendo. I got the mini Nintendo and the big joint. 
800-585-1051. If you just joined us, we're talking about, um, have you had a friend that set you up? To a get so-called robbed. friend. Have you ever had somebody you thought was a friend set you up? Can we get that TLC song, man? It's why. What about your friends used to slap so hard in 1992, man? What about your friends? Will they stand their ground? Will they let you down? Hey, hey. Can we get that on this morning? Goodness gracious. All right. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. I know it now. I know it you know, me Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club Top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking insecure. Now, we were talking about what? Now, Yeezy. Uh, we were talking about the season premiere of the f- season finale that came on last night, and Issa and Molly were out with a so-called friend from college, and she had them set up and robbed outside the liquor store. So we're asking, has, has a friend, a so-called friend, ever set you up? Now, we have a lady on the line that got robbed of her wig. Hello, who's this? Shay. Shay, now what you get robbed? What happened, Shay? I had a friend come and stay at my house for a couple days, and when she left, she left my wig, my watch, and mm. my underwear. No! She's so low down. That's low down. <laughs> That's so low down. I mean, the Play fact she took everything. You think she was in love with you? Why would she want your underwear? Forget the underwear. Taking your wig is the worst. The underwear. I actually found out later from a dude that she used to talk to that she actually had the underwear because he sent me a picture of her in it. How you know it was your underwear though? He had a picture of her in the underwear. Because I cut the tags. I cut the tags out of a certain underwear because it bothers you in the back. That's how I knew it was mine because he actually was taking pictures of her. And she's hey, taking the pictures. Stealing the underwear is just strange, but taking the wig that's is just really downright trifling. dirty. <laughs> that's wild. Like, that was really trifling because she asked, like, oh, where did you get these from? I'm like, Victoria's Secret. And then next thing I know, I could not find, like, two pair of underwear. Ooh. The wig, I saw pictures of her on Facebook with the wig on. And when I. <laughs> about it. Mm-hmm. She's trying to say, like, oh, I got tax money. But how? Your mom claims you on her taxes. She hates you. If you, if you do something to a woman's wig, if you cut a woman... What, what was going on, but that was so trifling. Or she, wa- like she want to be you. No, she hates you. She want to be her, too, but she hates you. Nobody draws on. You don't want to be somebody. You want to catch something. Damn it, man. <laughs> what? Catch something? Thank you. Wait, hold on. <laughs> that's, that's, that's shit. That's sharing underwear, like... Hold I on, mean, do you know what you just admitted? You just admitted you got something, right? You got an STD, my man. <laughs> man, okay. you just admitted you got something. You just man. said she gonna get something, <laughs> ma'am. What do you have that she could get, ma'am? Ma'am, what does she have? What do you have that she could get, ma'am? Ma'am, no, she can't catch good poopsie. Good poom poom is not contagious, ma'am. Nobody. Now nobody. you know you done messed up. Yeah, you know you done messed up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, go, talking, and she gonna try to talk about good poom poom, like good poom poom is contagious. Like she can just pass that <laughs> wet wet on, knock it off. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's up? I don't want to say my name. I'm anonymous today. What happened, brother? All right. So back in like 2011, when I was in high school, uh, we had a basketball game one night, and before the game, you know, I just wanted to get high. You know, smoke a little bit, whatever, whatever. I know that's right. <laughs> so, uh, uh, I had went on the side of the building or the or the gym, and 
I'm all, you know, I'm over there smoking, and I noticed across the street, it's this cut that all the students walk through, to, you know, to get to the school. I noticed these two two dudes coming through the cut. One of them had on a hoodie, and one of them had on a hat. So they, you know, I ain't really think nothing of it. You know, I'm thinking they, about to, they just about to go to the game or whatever. So, you know, I'm smoking, doing my thing. So as they got closer to me, um... I'm still just doing my thing or whatever. I'm about, you know, I'm about to wrap it up. And but at this point, they had done got past me. So the uh, I turned the uh, I st- I had to stop smoking or whatever. And I turned I turned the corner of the gym to like to go in. And as soon as I turned the corner, one of the dudes uh, he pulled a gun on me mm. and he put it he put it to my stomach and he was like, get it up. You talking about I'm that butt? I'm sure. Come on, man. Come on with all that, Charlotte, man. Come on, my nigga. <laughs> I'm just asking. I don't but, know. Uh, come on, man. But anyways, so what? So when he said that, you know, I'm, I'm shocked. I'm like, man, what the? Right. You know, I, ain't think, I ain't thinking. I ain't thinking that's about to go on. And you was high so too, I on just, top of it. So come on, man. You know, you know, you know, he don't blew the whole set. Yeah, come on, now. <laughs> <laughs> so what did he but, want? Uh, I, he, he was like, he was like, get up. But you know, what I'm saying, like I said, I was shocked. So I just, I just took my hat off. <laughs> you gave up just, your hat? That, that was just, <laughs> man. That was just. That was just my reaction. I just took my hat off. <laughs> and when I took my hat off, he started smiling. He started laughing. So I'm looking like, what? That so might have saved you, bro. He he, you, pulled, he, he, pulled, he, pulled, he he pulled the hoodie off. And I'm like, man, it's my cousin. Oh, my God. So he like, he like, little cub, what you doing over here? Oh, my God. Your I'm cousin like, tried to rob you. You see what I'm doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was all good, though. You know what I'm saying? He, you know what I'm saying? He put it up. You know what I'm saying? I had on. We, we laughed about it a little bit. Even though I was blown. Whoa. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was still. That is I was crazy. Still just, I was still just happy and grateful that it was him. Because if it wasn't. Right. I don't really know how that situation would have went. But if it was, I like, still give it up, though. Man, I don't know. I just took my hat off, you know what I'm saying? I, I, he wasn't really got shit. I'm in high school, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't really got no money like that. Right, That's what right. I understand. Like, what did he want to begin with? Yeah, that would have been a blank mission for him, you know what I'm saying? But I just, you know, like I said, I'm just grateful that it was him and it wasn't nobody else. Okay. <laughs> so what's the moral of the story, guys? The moral of the story to me, man, the sad part about this is when you're such a solid individual that whatever they stole from you or however they set you up, you probably would have gave them that or put them in position to get that regardless. And worst is they lost a solid friend because when they, you know, I, I pride myself on being a super solid friend. If we down with each other, we down with each other. So if you think you playing me, you just played yourself. That's that's really the moral of the story to me. All right. Now, Yee, we got rumors on the way? Yes, and let's talk about this fake it till you make it. We'll tell you about Drake. He just got gifted a Rolls Royce Phantom, but he actually used to rent that car. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody is DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yo, what's happening? Hope you guys had a great weekend. Shout out to all the HBCUs and everybody uh, heading out to their homecomings. I know a lot of them got canceled. I know they cut a lot of the capacity and all that. So I'm on my homecoming tour. So I had I had a great time at uh, Hampton two weeks ago and Howard this week and Edgar Waters. So I've been having a good time at these HBCU colleges, it's, man. It's Shout very. It's interesting when you see uh, HBCUs canceling events for, for, for COVID protocol, but then you see uh, 21 Savage have Freaknik 21 in Atlanta this past weekend, <laughs> yeah. which looked amazing, by the way. Drop on the clues bombs for 21 Savage. Drop on the clues bomb for the incredible Hannah Kang. Drop on the clues bomb for Hannah Kang. I, I, I'm an observer on Instagram, so I like to see people that do dope work, dope art. 
And what Hannah Kang does is dope work and dope art. Her events be looking crazy. And I don't even know how you rent out all of downtown <laughs> for, for a party. That was like downtown Atlanta, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I don't know where that was. Wherever it was, they had the whole block. So it's just it's just wild that uh I saw Luke know, was H- performing yeah, too Luke performed, yeah. Luke performed. It's just wild that HBCUs cancel their events. Well, for a lot of times reason. that's corporate sponsorship too. Like corporate sponsor because there's a lot of corporate sponsors involved with things that are paying for events. What they got to do with COVID protocol though? Because sometimes no, but sometimes with the corporate sponsors, if they're putting on an event and it's COVID. They have their own protocol that they follow. So a lot of times it's been like some of these sponsors pulling out of events. Oh, well, they should have had Hannah Kang do it then. <laughs> Hannah Kang, Hannah Kang would have got it right. Because those things cost money to do, you know. So if you don't have the financing and if a company is deciding not to do stuff right now, it's that, that hurts. But Oh, so 21 Savage should have sponsored it is what you're saying. Yeah, he could have sponsored it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but salute to Baby uh, Jade, Hannah Kang. Hannah Kang be doing her thing, man. I'm and you know, you. over the weekend, I got a chance to watch some TV. Of course, I watched Insecure last night. Curb Your Enthusiasm. Unfortunately, I fell asleep, but I'm going to watch that today. But I finished watching You Season 3, and that is the craziest season of You. I do feel like you could start with Season 3 if you haven't watched like Seasons 1 and 2 and still be entertained because each one kind of stands alone. But I highly recommend watching that if you are looking for something to binge watch. All right, well... We got rumors on the way. What are we talking about? Yes, and we are going to talk about rumors. Somebody is squashing a rumor about dating. All right, we'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. All right, well, rumors started flying that Sweetie was dating Roddy Rich all because they were at the Lakers game sitting next to each other. But she shut it down. She posted, so avoid sitting next to men in public places. Otherwise, the world assumes y'all are dating. Got it. So I guess that's her way of letting y'all know it's not true. And listen, they always put uh, celebrities courtside. So you might end up sitting next to somebody. And that is what it is. All right. Now, Drake was gifted the Rolls Royce Phantom that he used to rent. He rented this for $5,000 a month to keep up appearances. He posted back in 2007, we used to finesse this Rolls Royce Phantom rental to convince people in the city we were destined to make it. I used to scrape together $5,000 a month somehow to keep up cash, uh, to keep up appearances. So he said, even though I don't recommend putting yourself in financial trouble for material things, I realize now this was just my way of extreme manifesting. I needed to see it and feel it and have it to believe that I could see and feel and have anything I wanted. Today in 2021, my brother, Future the Prince, tracked down the exact car I used to stress over and gifted it to me. It's mine now. That is that's, a great, that's a great story. But man, let me tell you all something. Y'all not going to go out there and rent phantoms and become Drake. The only thing I, I don't like about stories like that is you forget that Drake has so much talent, all right? It's not as simple as just renting a car and manifesting your way into success. Drake has a whole lot of talent. You know what else Drake said in there? That he was working on So Far Gone while he was renting that car. So he was doing the work. A lot of y'all skip that step and think y'all can just rent the car and, you know, become successful. No, yeah. that's not how that works. Promise that everybody thinks they have talent, though. That's the thing. Everybody thinks they're a star. That's the, that's the thing. When you rap, you well, think you don't you're have the Drake best. Level talent. But, I, but I, just, I don't want that to get lost in what he said. Like, in that caption, I read the caption, he was said he was also working on what eventually became So Far Gone, which is the, you know, project that took him out of here. That is true. So don't, don't think you can just rent a car 
and you're gonna become successful. No. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, you gotta have you. You could have bricked out though. It could have bricked out. This is this is what he put out there, and and luckily it made it. But the dope thing about it was the person that bought him the car was Future the Prince was Drake's DJ coming up, and then Drake's DJ became one of his managers, which is mm-hmm. amazing. So shout to uh, Future the Prince and Drake. And Drake also uh, kicked off Scorpio season having his 31st, uh, 35th birthday party. He had a Halloween costume party. It was Narcos themed. So if you saw him dressed up as a cowboy, that's what it was. All right. Ed Sheeran has COVID. So he has tested positive for COVID. He said, hey, guys, quick note to tell you, I've sadly tested positive for COVID. So I'm now self-isolating and following government guidelines. It means that I'm now unable to plow ahead with any in-person commitments for now. So I'll be doing as many of my planned interviews, performances as I can from my house. Apologies to anyone I've let down. Be safe, everyone. So hopefully he will be. to my guy Ed Sheeran, man. Did did he test positive and he's sick? Did he test positive and he's sick or he just tested positive? I think you should text him. Yeah. I will. All right, now Alec Baldwin says he is fully cooperating with police after the fatal shooting on the set of the movie Rust. And, uh, of course, really sad, he tweeted out, I'm fully cooperating with the police investigation to address how this tragedy occurred. And I'm in touch with her husband, offering my support to him and his family. My heart is broken for her husband, their son, and all who knew and loved Helena. Oh, Helena Hutchins. So that is um, just crazy. He was in New Mexico filming Rust, which he's starring in and producing. He discharged a prop firearm on the set. That is what resulted in the death of Helena Hutchins, who was 42 years old. She was the film's director of photography, Mm-mm-mm. according to investigators. He's also canceled all other projects after that happened. Mm-hmm. And he's been uh, posting about it as well. So they are still investigating, but they have everything now. The 911 calls. Uh, they did talk about prop gun incidents leading to uh, deaths previously. And the assistant director, according to reports, now had a history of unsafe practices. Uh, according to these reports, Dave Hall's at first seemed like an older, affable first assistant director with the usual run of idiosyncrasies, but that facade soon disappeared, according to prop maker, prop maker Maggie Gall, who said she was called to work on Hulu's Into the Dark anthology series with him. She said he did not maintain a safe working environment. Sets were almost always allowed to become increasingly claustrophobic. No established fire lanes, exits, black safety meetings were non-existent. So... Hawes has not responded to requests for comments on Friday and Saturday. Damn. But we will keep you updated on everything that is happening with that. And again, our condolences to the family of uh, Helena Hutchins. I can't even imagine she was a wife, a mother, and a lot of people in the film industry I see posting a tribute to her. So you can see she touched a lot of people's lives. That's horrible, man. Definitely Mm -hmm. sending her family healing energy. All right, and Bow Wow has responded to a report that court documents say that he is the father of a one-year-old. You know, at first he did seem to be the father, then they were saying he was saying that he only has one child, but now they've proven that he is indeed the father. So he posted such a blessing to have him in my life. And yeah, so there you are. Handle your business. And that is your rumor report. All right. All right. Well, we got Donkey today up next, Charlemagne. We do. And uh, we have to go to Florida. It's a teachable moment this morning. Teachable moment. That's what, This is why you can't make permanent decisions based off temporary feelings, but we'll discuss. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Novartis created the More Than Just Words initiative to raise awareness about racial disparities and breast cancer care. To learn more about what More Than Just Words hopes to accomplish... 
And here at Talk with Grammy-nominated R&B artist Jasmine Sullivan. Visit morethanjustwords.us. Watch out for Florida, man. Florida, man. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey. A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. The Breakfast Club, bitches. Donkey of the day. With Charlemagne the God. I don't know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. They not letting me do nothing. Duval, Florida going Florida. Okay, donkey of the day for Monday, October 25th. <sighs> Goes to Clifton Anthony Bliss Jr. He's a Florida man. And what does your Uncle Charlotte always say about the great state of Florida? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. And let me start off by telling you that Clifton Anthony Bliss Jr. has been charged with murder. Okay, second degree homicide, all right, after he was accused <laughs> of shooting his neighbor. Now, I'm never going to sit here and say it's never a reason to shoot your neighbor. Okay, you hope it's something that never happens, but hey, y'all could have a dispute that turns violent and you or your neighbor pull a gun on each other. Okay, your neighbor sadly might break into your house. You know what I mean? All I'm saying is getting into a violent altercation with your neighbor isn't out of the realm of possibilities. You hope it's something that never happens because that's your neighbor, right? But it would have to be for a legitimate reason. A very legitimate reason. But in life, there is legitimate reasons for the rest of us. And then there is reasons things happen in Florida. All right. Things that happen in Florida usually just happen in Florida. Well, because it's Florida. Florida is a good enough reason. All right. You would be hard pressed to hear a story like this anywhere else. Second degree murder, ladies and gentlemen. Second degree murder. Would you like to know why Clifton Anthony Bliss Jr. was arrested for second degree murder for killing his neighbor? Huh? Would you like to? What's the news report? Please hold on one second. Let me tell you what the report is. Let's go to WESH NBC2 for the report, please. Sergeant Paul Bloom with the Marion County Sheriff's Office says they got a call about a shooting after detectives say Clifton Bliss got angry about his neighbor's pet. Mr. Bliss was so upset that his neighbor's cat had wandered over into his yard that he went, retrieved a rifle, leaves his home, goes across the street to the victim's home, tells them that he was upset about their cat coming into his yard. Detectives say Bliss went to his neighbor's house armed with a 22 caliber rifle. He left his home, went to the victim's home, threatened to shoot his cat, and ultimately shot the victim and killed the victims. Neighbors say Bliss would often fight with them about their pets. Bliss is now behind bars without bond, charged with second-degree homicide. I didn't want your cat on my lawn, or any pet for that matter, and I was your neighbor. I might ask you nicely the first time to get your damn pet, all right? Then I ask you sternly the second time, Third time, probably turn the hose on and spray them on your pets when they come on my lawn, all right? Probably curse you out every day until you stop letting your pets come on my lawn. Probably call animal control to come get your pet, but I can promise you, without a shadow of a doubt, I'm not going to jail, potentially prison, by killing you because you can't control your cat. All right, the sad part about this, Mr. Bliss was so upset, you heard the news report, he was so upset that his neighbor's cat kept coming over that he grabbed his rifle left his house, walked across the street. You know how many steps go into all of that? He had plenty of time to think about the bad decision that he was about to make. Life is all about choices. Seriously, destiny is never a matter of chance. It's a matter of choice. 
Clifton, if you was hell-bent on shooting something that day, shoot the cat. Only in Florida would someone go from saying, I'm going to shoot this cat to know I'm going to shoot you, the owner of said cat. I don't get it. I don't understand it. But it's not for me to get or understand. He's from Florida. Okay? When somebody's from Florida, there's no need to try to make sense of the senseless. But I don't put it past Clifton. All right? I don't put it past Clifton to have shot the guy over the cat for one simple reason. Because he didn't have enough bullets. Let me explain. All right. Think, keep in mind, he's from Florida. When, when you're thinking about Florida things, you got to get into a Florida mind. He had a 22 caliber rifle. Okay. I don't know how many bullets he had in it, but let's just say he only had a few. Okay. Keep in mind, it's Florida. In his mind, he was thinking to himself, cats have nine lives. So I'm going to have to shoot this cat nine times. Therefore, let me just shoot the owner. Once again, I'm just trying to make sense of the senseless. I don't understand any of this. Don't get it. Because why would you give up your freedom over a cat? Now you have ruined someone's family, took a whole life, okay? Traumatized the whole lineage, caused that family and yourself all types of mental and emotional distress for what? Because a cat was on your lawn? Listen to your Uncle Charlotte, Brother Lenard, whatever you want to call me. But this is why you can't make permanent decisions based off temporary feelings. Life is a matter of choices. And every choice you make makes you. The choice Clifton made not only made him a convicted felon, certified jailbird, but today it makes him a donkey. Please give Clif Clifton Anthony Bliss Jr. the biggest hee-haw. It's tragic. Very tragic. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. We, mm -hmm. We're not going to play a game? Would you like to play a game? Yeah. All right. Let's play a game. Guess what race it is! All right. Let's listen. Go. Anthony Bliss Jr., Florida man, 22 caliber rifle, got tired of his neighbor's cat crossing his lawn, thought about shooting the cat, decided to kill the neighbor instead. Guess what race it is! Angelique? I'm just going to say uh, Caucasian. Uh, what reason do you have to think that this man is a white person? Just a hunch. Just a hunch. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, DJ Envy, Clifton Anthony Bliss Jr., Florida man, 22 caliber rifle. White. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? I, I, it, it just I, I, black people not gonna shoot you over a cat. I don't think a black person would shoot you over a cat either. Not over cats. Not over a cat. They might try to poison the cat. You know, something like now, that. No, now that's happened. That happened. That, that definitely happened to me in my life. One of one of the neighbors definitely poisoned. Yeah, uh, you mean I could see poisoned that. our dog. I yeah. a, we had two Rottweilers, and the Rottweiler kept getting loose and going over in the neighbor's trash and stuff. And I guess he got tired of telling us, and then mysteriously. The Rottweiler just died one day. Yeah, that, that, I could see black people doing that. They put a little poison cap, right? Maybe rat poison or something like that, to, you know, but shoot shoot the owner? Nah, I mean, I even see a black person shooting a cat, but not not the owner. Yeah, we wouldn't shoot you over no cat. Maybe over some sneakers or something, but not a cat. Listen, Clifton Bliss yeah. Jr. is absolutely Caucasian! Shake it off, shake it off. See? All right. <sighs> Still sad, though. Yeah, very sad. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Now, mm -hmm. 800-585-1051, right? We got some neighbors. What's the worst thing you ever beef with your neighbor over? 
Oh my gosh, I've been having the most issues. What's your neighbor now? Uh, well, I've been having, yes, I've been having issues with my neighbors on one side because who, oh, we'll talk about it. It's so long, you don't even understand with my new house and with the house I live in now. Damn it, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, well, we'll talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Pull out, pull out, pull out your phone. Call in right now. You call me. Add your opinion to The Breakfast Club topic. Break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Pick up the phone, baby. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, Charlemagne gave Donkey today to who? Clifton Anthony Bliss Jr. Salute to Louis V. Louis V. Talk about he ain't never heard a white person with the last name Junior. That's not true. Especially growing up in the country. What's up, Junior? Junior! But, um, yes, he's a Florida man who killed his neighbor and got charged with second-degree murder because he got tired of his neighbor's cat crossing his lawn. All right, so we're asking... What's the craziest beef you got into with your neighbor? Now, yeah, you said you got some beef with your neighbor? Yeah, so um, the neighbors I have right now, <sighs> apparently whoever owns that house is, like, renting out rooms to people. And so they're always outside, like, drinking on the steps, throwing their garbage in my yard, Damn. in the front yard, smoking cigarettes, cigarette butts all in the yard, uh, spitting everything. So it's been a lot of confrontations uh, with the neighbors. And then in my new house that I've been working on, I've been having problems with that neighbor as well. Every time they start working, she calls the, the cops or she calls the Department of Buildings to stop the work. So it's been just a long... Yeah, but you loved her. As soon as you moved in, you was like, the lady's so nice and... Well, I was so... wrong. <laughs> no, but she, every single time. And then she'll act like she didn't do it or whatever. So she's caused like all kinds of delays. And I've had to pay for all kinds of extra things to get done because she keeps on calling instead of just reaching out to me and saying, hey, let's work something out. She just keeps every time they start working or she'll like block the workers from coming in, even though they've been told by the city to do certain things. You know, she'll stand out front and block them. I'm like, this is just ridiculous. Okay, I ain't gonna lie. I, I, I ain't got no neighbors. Yeah, you know, I've had situations in my life that put me in a position to say, you know what, I want to work hard enough to where I don't have... um any neighbors either. Yeah, I, don't, so. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't. I don't have any neighbors. But no, yeah. back in the day, majority I majority of people I, do though. Yeah, well, for sure. Still, I, yeah. I, I had one of my neighbors back when I used to live in Teaneck, New Jersey. I had a neighbor call the police on uh, my good brother Wax. You know, it's broad daylight, and Wax was putting his license plate on his car. He had just got his license stuff from the DMV, so he's putting it on his car. So, yeah, a couple of my homies got locked up that day because of my neighbor's um, prejudice and profiling at the time. So we had beef for a while because of that. But after that, I was just like, nah, never again. I've never really had problems with neighbors, though. But now I don't have any, so God yeah, is good. Yeah, then as a kid, you know, my, my father, of course, it was a police officer. Nobody nobody called the cops on, on us, so we never, I yeah. never... I never yeah, really I, had a problem. This is the only, the only time I, just, you know, now. I lived in a um, you know, connect and, and growing up in Queens, our houses were connected. So if your neighbor had roaches, you had roaches. If your neighbor had mice, you had mice. Like whatever your neighbor's problem was growing up in Queens, we had. That that was the only issue. But yeah, I love having a brownstone because I love just the look and like brownstones. But the fact that they're connected, it does make it hard. Yeah, because whatever they got, you got. And don't and don't get me wrong. When I say I don't have neighbors. I have neighbors. It's just that we're like really far apart yes if that makes sense you know what i mean like we got our we understand thing, they got their thing we you understand. guys are rich we understand yeah. 
We're doing okay. Like, God is good. That's God what you is, should say. God is great. God, God is good. You guys are rich. God man. is good God every is day. Great. I hope God I get there everything. one day. I thank God for it all. <laughs> okay, I thank God for it all. All right, well, let's go to the phone lines. Hey, you fronting. You flossing today. You flossy today, Charlemagne. Why? Because I thank God for it all. Hello, who's this? Because you ain't got no neighbors. Hey, this is Nina. Hey, Nina. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Talk to us. Okay, well, my story is I live in Brooklyn, New York, and it's a lot of crazy people over there. And Justin and I leave my neighbor took a knife to my tires because what? I parked in his driveway. So you deserve it. I mean, it. the only time you deserve it. You parked nah, 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 nah. nah. Nah, you deserve and it. You park, you park in somebody's driveway. Nah. You parked in front of my house, so where was I going to park? You parked up in front of my crib. You can't park in somebody's driveway. Somebody got to leave, then they got to find out who car that is. You. I'm not. I can't say that somebody <laughs> should flatten her tires. You shouldn't park in somebody's driveway. Get a I tell you. At the end of the day, when I call the cops, guess who got in trouble? Not me. You got to prove not it, me. though. You got to prove I flatten your tires, but you can't I do that. I did prove it. I put it on. It was on video. Y'all want to see the video? Yeah. Well, I'd love to see Looks it. like she won. Yeah, look like she won. But no, nah, you can't park in somebody's driveway. Then I got to leave did. at 4 in the morning. Or my wife pregnant. I'm trying to get out of Dodge. And you blocking the driveway. Well, his car was on the street in front of her house. I, you know, I had another car in the driveway that I wanted to use. Those he got to use no one gas. of the ones on the street. No, nah, you can't park in somebody's driveway. But I know in New York City and I don't know what other areas, they take it serious. If they shovel snow, they put garbage cans. Uh, folding chairs, all types of things. That's not your parking spot. That's the city's parking spot. You can't do that. You also can't flatten someone's tires, Envy. Well, you can't park in somebody's driveway. <laughs> you can't block somebody's Just driveway. Just get her towed. No, that takes too long. Towing could take like six hours. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Jenny from the Bronx. Jenny Good from morning, the Bronx. Jenny from the Bronx. Yes, I've called before and I've told y'all about uh, uh, another situation, but this situation, my neighbor... I mean, he used to have, there, there was this group of crackheads they used to stand in front of the uh, liquor store <laughs> group of up the block from me. And it was always a hangout in the hallway. Unfortunately, he died. Um, and I, I'm, I'm glad he's in a better place. But um, one day I was walking out the elevator and I see this lady like laid out. I, I, I get to find out it's his niece. And she's laying there with a big old old school vibrator. Like, come on. What? Big old old school vibrator. How big? What? No, okay. It was big. It was big. It, I have the same one, but smaller. Okay. <laughs> what color is yours? Same one, man. Pink. Okay. Pink. That's cute. What and yours no, smell like? But it was, so it was, it was hard. What happened, it was hard. Because they used to hang out in the hallway. And, and come on, man. Like, I, come on. I can't <laughs> yeah, that's that. gross. We don't want to see but that. Now, and now it's over. He died. And, and you know, it, it's, it's done with. So oh, it was so a he who had a vibrator? No, it was his niece who had the vibrator. And he oh. was the, the old drunk man that used to invite everybody over. And it used to just be a hangout in the hallway. Like, they used to freshen up. I used to catch them praying, praying acts under his underarms. And he didn't have no shirt on. I was, Ugh. It was crazy. Gross. Yeah. Got you. The for you. All right. Well, thank you, Mama. Thank you. 800-585-1055. The crazy part is, being that she's in the Bronx, that story sounds totally normal. Stop it. 800-585-1051. Did you get into beef with your neighbor? What's the craziest thing you beef with your neighbor about? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it, man. 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 I know it,
Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club Top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're asking, have you ever gotten a beef with your neighbor? What's the craziest thing you beef with your neighbor about? Hello, who's this? Chalisha. Hey, what's the craziest thing you beef with your Chalisha. neighbor about? Oh, her parking spot. What happened? Um, She does hair and stuff, so she always has people over, and they're always parking in my parking spot. And instead of her telling them where to park, use the visitor's. She just let some part whenever. So I just started parking in front of that car so they couldn't get out. And they had to knock on my door to get out. That's just terrible. Y'all be looking for conversation with people. Not really. Sometimes, sometimes like you just got to be like the white man and call the police, man. You know, try not to do that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all rather the confrontation. Y'all rather the right. violence than... Lord have mercy. No, no, it hasn't been any violence. I mean, I'm pretty sure we can work it without workers. I'm hoping. Yeah, that is the best but way to I, work I'm through it. Too. Because sometimes it's hard, man, because your neighbor is going to be your neighbor. So once y'all get into it, people start calling the police and doing all those things. Yep. It's like you just don't want that energy from your neighbors, too. Hello, who's this? Yeah, this is Kevin, man. What's up, brother, man? You got some beef with your neighbor? I have no beef with my neighbor. I have to call the cops on that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put a, a line there on the sidewalk. You know, you can't park here. Don't bus- I'm like, you know what? Let me just call the cops. And they came. They said, this lady... She said, this is a correct parking space. He said, I'm going to give you a, a report for harassment. And that's what I did. So now I'm going to go take a restraining order out on them. Wow. If they cuss again, she's going to have to move. Give up her house. Sheesh. I respect that. That's what I'm talking about. Call the police, man. When you live in a certain neighborhood, yeah. man, you got to treat these people the way that they would treat you, man. That's mm-hmm. right. Because they want you to act a certain way and bring the devil out of you. But I won't let that happen. Right. That's right. It's so unpleasant, man, when you got to deal with neighbors like that. It's amazing when you have great neighbors. Like, there's nothing better than that. When they be looking out for you, if you get a package, you know, you can get it from them. You know, everything that's going on, they'll let you know. I have neighbors across the street that when they come and they do the street cleaning, if my car is parked where it's not supposed to be, they'll talk to them for me and get me a pass. I love that type of neighbor that looks out for you. But neighbors that just want to give you a hard time, uh, it's just so unnecessary. All right. Well, what's the moral of the story, guys? I don't know if there's a moral of the story. The only thing I would tell people, man, is doing to others you would have do, have them doing to you, especially when it's your neighbor. All right. Y'all, y'all trying to keep the same type of peace in the neighborhood, right? Y'all want the same thing. You want to come home, and you want to have serenity, and you want to have safety. So it's just like, yo, doing to others you would have them doing to you, man. Absolutely. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way? Yes, and let's talk about Boosie versus Little Nas X. Things really got out of control. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The Rumor Report. Gossip. Angela Angela Yee. It's the Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. All right. Well, Jack Harlow uh, just recently did an interview for GQ. And some of the things that he talked about is... Loving women and dating is good because he's single right now, but he talked about the NDAs. He has a song about NDAs, and he says he does make women sign them, even if it's just to hang out. He doesn't want his text messages being sent to her friends. He said, our time together is for us, and he tells him, if you don't want to sign this, you don't have to. It's a unique situation, but this is what needs to happen for us to be able to hang out. I just want us to hang out. I don't want this to be a thing on the Internet. So he said most women sign it, and he said there's some that have asked for a lawyer, and so... They'll be like, just give me a few hours. 
All right. Now, also, the rumor is, because you know he's on industry, baby, is he was getting a facial when little Nas X sent him, sent him the beat to industry, baby. And he said the woman that was giving him a facial liked the beat. So that's really what steered him in that direction. And as far as little Nas X, some people around him didn't think it was a good idea for him to work with him. And he said, I had people in my corner that didn't recommend I do that song that don't want to watch the video. But I just realized there is a fundamental difference with how the world is seen by some people. Some people think certain things are wrong. There are some people at the root level, although they don't want to hurt any gays, they don't hate gays. They think it's wrong, whether it's religion or whatever reason it is. But for me, I have never been this way. Never. Well, Jack Harlow makes good decisions. The NDA uh, is a good decision. And um, doing that song with Lil Lil Nas X was clearly a good decision. It's the number one song in the country, right? Yeah, I always thought that beat was crazy before I knew Kanye produced it. That that beat is just just hard. Yeah, I didn't know Kanye produced that. Kanye definitely produced it. I, I mean, the fact that they didn't even push that as a thing. You know what I mean? Like Kanye West produced his beat and it still popped off. So, yeah. All right. Now let's talk about Boosie. Whew. All right. So Boosie and Little Nas X. I don't know what is going on with these two. But first it started with Little Nas X, uh, I guess, trolling Boosie. So I've been working on this song with Little Boosie, bro. I had this song with Little Boosie from to come out. Fire angling, angling, live for Now, I didn't think that was anything too crazy. Right? Lil Nas X is great at what he does. You hear me? Mm-hmm. Lil Nas X knew exactly what that video was going to do to the internet. Drop one of the clues bounce for Lil Nas X. I can't believe Boosie fell for it like this. Well, Boosie respo- responded, stop trolling me and use a gay slur. You a whole B playing with a gangster. You can keep... I can't even say all this. But, um, yeah, a lot of... Of negative things and then he said you hate yourself I would too if I was you lol Nas X if you would do this world a huge fa-. he told them to I don't even want to say this it just feels bad and wrong so he told them nobody wants you here and I just feel like that was definitely definitely way too far I can understand you feeling like stop trolling me just leave me alone whatever whatever but to tell somebody to uh, do these things and use these slurs uh, terrible thing and little Nas X his response I am truly saddened I've never been so mortified in my life I can't believe Disney Channel has yet to play <laughs> Halloween Town this entire October he's the best he is he's, he's the best he's there's nobody doing it like there's nobody controlling people's emotions on the internet better than little Nas X uh, right now now, Boosie responded because clearly got a lot of backlash from his post that I can't even read. He said, if y'all think the whole world hate me, y'all tripping. I have international love and respect for how I am and what I stand for. And never forget, there's a ghetto in every city, state, country, etc. who rock with Boosie for real, for real. Hashtag the realist. I mean, he's right. I mean, he was in a packed club this weekend. I think he was in D.C. at Club Bliss. And that was packed. But, you know, even in regards to his tweets, you just never know how somebody is going to react. I didn't expect that reaction from Boosie. Do I think he went too far? Yes, by my standards. But I'm not Boosie. I also think Boosie cares way too much about what other people think. Because remember when he was on Breakfast Club, he said he would never do a song with Lil Nas X because of how he went at Lil Nas X. So clearly... Boosie doesn't want anybody to even remotely believe that he would be doing a song with Lil Nas X. Yeah. That's why I think he was so hard. And by the way, when Lil Nas X was on The Breakfast Club, here's what he had to say about Boosie. Do you lose respect for artists when they go at you? When they take it out of music and, and say the things that you do? Do you lose respect for those artists? Which artists? Like, whether it's T.I. or Boosie. I or... still bump T.I. I mean, I was listening to Boosie in the club. I was like, I don't really care. Honestly, I feel like I wish I wish they didn't say it, I guess. But... I like the music. I'm going to listen to the music. 
you know, if somebody's got beef with me, it don't mean I have beef with them, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, Lil Nas X needs his own fragrance, and his fragrance should be called Unbothered because he really, really, really don't be tripping. At least that's the way he well, presents publicly, on social media. Right. Yeah. Right. All right, Kim Kardashian has announced official Skims Fendi collaboration. So she went on Instagram to make that announcement just a little while ago. It's a first-of-its-kind collab that unites the luxury of Fendi with the innovation Skims. So there'll be some mesh tops and tights with the Skims Fendi branding throughout. So it's going to launch online November 9th at 9 a.m. Eastern. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, Revolt, we'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, let's get to the mix. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Now, everybody's talking about TikTok right now, even sports fans. Now, Charlamagne, you seen this? Why are you talking to me about football and trying to show me TikTok, sir? Because your team is on there. Their fans are on there. The players are on there. This is where the real talk is happening. There's like literally everything you could think of right now on TikTok. You just got to see it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. I think it's like five days left to my car show in Detroit. Celebrity cars, exotic cars, old school cars, uh, bikes, monster trucks. I have NASCAR, amusement rides. It's family fun. If you haven't got your tickets, get your tickets. Cars from Fab, uh, 50 Cent, 42 Doug, Royster 59. Uh, Icewear Vezel and a host of others. So it's going to be a lot of fun this Saturday. Family fun. If you haven't got your tickets, get them now. Uh, my whole family's coming out. I'll be in Detroit. Five and under or free. Uh, and we're going to have candy for the kids and all that. So we're just going to have a lot of fun. Family fun. I love the car show. I love to meet you guys. My family's heading out there. We're heading out there early, actually. So we'll be in Detroit for a couple of days. So what up, doe, for everybody out in Detroit? And then, of course, we're doing the same thing in Miami, 12-12, December 12. So get your tickets if you haven't got them already. And I can't wait to see you guys. That's right. Salute to everybody in Detroit, man. And salute to everybody um, who took the time this weekend to catch up on the God's Honest Truth, my late night talk show on Comedy Central. We had a dark week this weekend, so we'll be back this Friday with new episodes at 10 p.m. on Comedy Central. But a lot of folks were screaming on Paramount Plus. We were actually trending on Paramount Plus this weekend, man. So uh, thank y'all. I heard I heard the brother calling earlier and say that he downloaded the Paramount Plus app to watch the show. So I really appreciate it. So you can catch up on the first five episodes of the God's Honest Truth. On Paramount Plus is screaming there now, and new episodes this Friday, 10 p.m. on Comedy Central. All right. Now, when we come back, we got the positive notice to Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now it's time to get up out of here. You got a positive note, Charlemagne? I do, man. I just want to give anybody out there going through something a different perspective, a different way to look at it. Just know on this fine Monday morning and every day afterwards, God will not give you a burden that you can't handle. So if you are in a mess which seems impossible to resolve, think of it as a compliment. God knows you can do it. Believe in God. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?